Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. What a fucking week. <laughs> Hello, Las Vegas. Woo-hoo. Oh, my God. We had the best weekend. Exhausting, but so fun. So fun. If you don't want to hear about BravoCon, I suggest you fast forward <laughs> because we're going to chat about BravoCon a little bit. Our experience, what we um, what we encountered Yes. And what we did. Yes. We won't go into detail of all the panels. You can watch them no. all on Peacock. We didn't see all the panels, obviously. You can't see every single thing. No, and the panels are okay, but they're not like the highlight of BravoCon, in my opinion. No, no, no. I would say every single day, something fantastic happened for us. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> not to us. <laughs> not for, for us. us. <laughs> Yeah, so we had a three-day general admission. We were unable to get the VIP, but I don't know that we needed the VIP. Well, no, VIP would have been amazing because the VIP room had all the Bravo celebrities all day long going in and out. The people were bitching about the VIP, saying that the Bravo celebrities and the VIP, a lot of them weren't real friendly, that the food wasn't great. Well, the food wasn't great all anywhere. Over, anywhere. It was yeah. terrible. In fact, that's one big complaint people have beside the cost is the quality of food and the price. A little tiny water bottle, like half size. Yeah. Was eight, seven, oh, seven dollars. dollars. Yeah. A tiny little um, personal size bag of potato chips was seven dollars. I mean, we were, dr- it was warm. It was like 78, 79 degrees. We were drinking like two and three bottles of water a day. Yeah. And it was like 21. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> Finally, we got smart and brought in a bottle of water which you could do I didn't know I don't think we knew we could do that no we didn't but we got taken I don't know how much I spent on food and drinks even the cocktails for a mimosa was $18 (gasps) it was it was ridiculous and we had 10 we had (laughs) we we kept saying our throats dry we need need some orange juice we need the fruit (laughs) with the sparkle (laughs) there was hardly any orange juice in those mimosas but still they were small cups they were tiny. it was expensive but it was worth it i also kicked over my very first mimosa oh that's right you did that was I, that was 18 dollars mm-hmm. i need to venmo you girl no okay let's talk vegas what did you feel about the location the venue oh well so we went in 2019 that was in new york we froze our ass off we had to hike from one venue to the other it was an absolute nightmare we went for one day and we were exhausted <laughs> exhausted <laughs> So this was fantastic because now next time I think I'd try to stay at the Venetian if it were in the same location because we were at the Aria and it was a little bit of a walk, although we like walking, but when you have to get there early in the morning, it wasn't as convenient, Mm -hmm. but we got our steps in anyway, (laughs) but I thought it was great. I mean, I thought the location was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything was condensed under one roof for the most part. If you wanted to run into someone, you could because there was was only, you know, there was the two ballrooms, then the Bravo Holics or whatever that main room was where people were selling everything, had Mm -hmm. their booths. Bravo celebrities were in and out of everywhere. You did not have to pay extra for like the Bravo Palooza. We did. Thank God. We had the best Bravo Palooza room. What do you mean you don't have to pay extra? You I did mean, you have could, to pay no, extra. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, you not don't. part of it. It's not part of it. You don't have to do the Bravo Palooza. Oh, because, yeah, there's a ton of add-ons. Like, yeah. Yeah. But because the Bravo celebrities are out everywhere. They're even out in the wild. I mean, if you were just around Vegas, you were running into them. First, let's start with... 
because of our GA status, general admission for those <laughs> who don't know. Loser status. Loser status. We weren't sure how they were going to do the seating. We just knew the very first panel of the day was Jeff Lewis interviewing Andy Cohen. And we knew we wanted to be front and center for that. So somebody we met Thursday night, we went to this dive bar venue to meet up with our other BravoCon 2023 Facebook group friends. It was very fun at this cool little dive bar. And it's a whole nother story in itself. But thanks to Lisa and Susie who invited us, invited us on stage, let us introduce ourselves. We met some really, really nice ladies there. So many nice people everywhere we went. It's a community of just super friendly, nice people. Yes. Even that next day, people recognized us from that night. So that was very cool. Um, But we got up very early. Somebody said, you're going to want to get in line at least two hours early (laughs) to get the front row general admission because the VIPs get in first and they get the first seats. So we didn't know how this was going to work. So we're like, okay, let's get there at 730 in the morning. They were opening the doors at 930. So we get there and we are very early. We leave our hotel at seven to walk over there. And there's where we meet our little friends, Tammy and Terry, the sisters from Minnesota, who were just so fun. So nice. They became our buddies for the day. We saved seats with them. We did get front row general admission for that panel. And then we hunker down there the whole time because they don't clear the room. So if you have those seats. You don't move. And you don't go anywhere. So we took turns back and forth with these sisters. And it worked out so great. The next day we realized we didn't need to do that for any of the panels. We were like, you know what? We've seen everybody. You can stand in the back. The screens are just as big. You don't need to be sitting. But, you know, you live and learn. You're there for three days. You figure it out eventually. But the main one was the Jeff Lewis and Andy Cohen one that we did not want to miss. So we tag teaming with them was great because otherwise you're sitting in the seat for like 45 minutes before anything even happens. Right. So we were able to get up and swap and go walk around the bazaar and do Mm -hmm. what we wanted to do and um so that was great that panel in particular because jeff lewis goes off script was the best one the most unhinged and you could tell andy loved it and hated it at the same time (laughs) jeff lewis was you know being very much himself calling people out making fun of people telling people nope we're not going to answer that question i mean Everybody loved it. And that was the best one because the rest of the panels, the rest of the weekend were very much on script. Nobody said anything out of line. No. And a couple of the, we missed a couple that I wanted to see. I wanted to see the panel that Danny Pellegrino was hosting. I loved Michael Rappaport was great. Actually, Jerry O'Connell he, he stepped up because we get annoyed by him. And he was, he was annoying, but he was actually really funny also. He did the one, I forget what it was, but it was Captain Jason was there and Lala was there. And that's where the rumor started that Captain Jason and Lala hooked up. And it just wasn't true. What happened was there was a story James Kennedy said, Lala, you were in Tom Sandoval's room last night. And she got really upset. And she said, I was not. And James Kennedy said, I saw a video of you. And she's like, that was not me. So Captain Jason said, I was with Lala in the elevator at 11 o'clock. And so everybody was like, (laughs) where are you going? Yeah. And they're like, well, who was it? Who was in his room at night? Who was that video of? Well, it ended up being Sheena. So that's where the story was that Sheena was in Tom Sandoval's room partying with him. That was a whole nother little side uh, drama that was going on. She had to justify that little incident that took place, which she was getting a lot of hate. Well, Ariana wasn't very happy about it. No, I, I understand why. 
Tom Sandoval was booed yeah. quite a bit. And then people were coming forward saying, let the, Leave let alone. them, yeah, let the, what do they say? Let the, let the bunny go. Let the, let yeah. the mouse go. Like, leave him alone now. But it's like, listen, this is the first time we're all seeing him since it broke. He walks out on stage in a a denim kilt, no shirt, a fake tattoo, and sunglasses on. That was a fake tattoo? Nobody's letting the fucking bunny go. Wait, 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 wait. That (laughs) That was a fake tattoo? Yeah, they're saying that was a fake chest tattoo. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That even makes him douchier than I thought. I mean, he, he deserved the booing. Because when he walked out, he looked like a fucking idiot. Well, he also doesn't play the game the right way. No. He's a narcissist. He is a narcissist. I don't care if he passed the test that you says he wasn't. You don't care what Dr. Drew says? <laughs> because when Tom Schwartz came out, he was the one. He's very accommodating, humbled. Tom Sandoval, no, he's not. He never, he'll say, I already apologized. How many times do I have to apologize? It's like, you're not doing it the right way. You don't care. You don't give a shit. He doesn't have a clue. I mean, the biggest mistake he made was coming out dressed the way he was dressed. Well, let's talk about Carl. So Carl and Lindsay were on stage for the first time since the breakup. Carl was humbled. He didn't say much. What's interesting is Lindsay was clearly very uncomfortable. So she said she was very nervous sitting there. They haven't seen each other really spoken. Yes, they still live in the same apartment, but they're not staying there together. He's not staying there. If he needs something, he texts her and she leaves the apartment they're not in communication. And she was like, I am extremely nervous about seeing him. And, you know, this is not comfortable. But they wouldn't talk about it. No questions were to be asked about their relationship or what's going on or anything like that. Well, then she goes on Nick Vial's podcast and spills it all. All of it. So it why odd. can't she, why couldn't she talk about it at BravoCon? She was saving it for Nick Vial. So what did you think about that? You listened to the podcast. I did listen to it and, you know, we know Lindsay, we know her personality was the way that the breakup happened. It could have been happened. uh, It could have been handled better, but I think there's more to the story, which led up to the breakup that she's, she kind of alluded to, like she was asking him about finances and what his career path was going to look like. Those conversations should have happened long before Two months before the wedding. And how many times has she had that conversation with him? Well, they, she had it on Summer House last right. year. So she's, dare I say, nagging a little bit. Let's figure this out. She's a she's a planner. I'm not even faulting her for asking the questions because no, he sounds like not. a little bit of a mess. Yeah. And like, what has he been doing? You know, what kind of work has he been doing? Well, we found out he's uh, going to be working again with Loverboy on a non-alcoholic drink. Yeah. So he's kind of back in with Kyle and Amanda. He is. I think he saw the writing on the wall and he knew what his life was going to be like and it, he's he wasn't up for it. The big question um, is, why did he call production to have it done on film? Well, I he think, didn't. What happened was yeah. he told production, this is what's happening. I, I don't think he called for the cameras. I think he just said, hey, I'm just looping you guys in. This isn't working out. I'm going to call it off with Lindsay or I'm going to have a conversation with Lindsay. And do you think he did that because the wedding was supposed to be filmed or something? Like, why would he make that phone call anyway? Who cares? Or are they under some kind of contract where if they're doing something big or having, you know, that has something to do with the relationship or because they were going to film the wedding in some way. I think they were going to film the wedding. So he wanted to let them know that this is going to happen. I didn't think it was going to be a spinoff situation, but I think that they were going to film parts of it. I mean, how could they not? They did Amanda and um, 
Mm. Kyle's. True. And they added that. So we kind of had to tell them. But production's the one that picked the cameras back up and sent the text message, said we're going to pick cameras back up. Yeah, but he hid in the room. He was 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 being a little bit of a baby. I, I understand, though. She, he wanted to have the conversation on camera. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he couldn't really say it before because it wouldn't have been. Well, they hadn't, could have, they hadn't they, talked for a few days because they were, quote, real busy going through things. Listen, I want to hear his side. There's always, you know, each side and then the truth. Right, right. Supposedly, he did an interview where he went on Captain Lee's podcast. podcast but it hasn't been released. And I don't know if it was before this, if he even discussed it. Who knows? Well, the thing is, Lindsay kind of wavered a little bit because she said she was blindsided but then she also said the couple weeks leading up to the breakup he was acting strange he wasn't communicating irritated with her yeah he was kind of mean but they never have i think that was the problem they never had a conversation right so they don't talk about it he avoids everything and that was danielle's big thing you guys don't have the tough conversations but they were best friends but they don't have the tough conversations and in therapy they didn't have any of those discussions. No, but I think because Carl's kind of afraid of Lindsay. And if he brought those things up in therapy, it wasn't going to go well for him. <laughs> Listen, okay, so let's go back to BravoCon. We met Carl. And yeah. we reminded him that he was on our podcast early on when him and Paige were hooking up in the pantry. Right. He was really funny. I think he was so relieved that we didn't ask him about Lindsay that he dove into that story and he was like yeah you guys that was crazy because that whole storyline was with Paige was that I never phoned her we ever we never got together during the week in the city yeah he I have her. proof we went to a concert together we went with Lindsay and Emmett or Everett what was his name Everett, Everett. and which I thought was interesting I think I even said I go oh well, that's interesting and he's like look I have a picture he <laughs> pulled out his camera or his phone he showed brought up the picture which was little too easy for him to bring up. Like he had this, he was thinking about this. Really bothered him. I mean, if it was from, what, four years ago? Four years ago. 2019, I think he said. 2019. Pulled it up. He goes, August 7, 2019. Check the date. That was a Tuesday. That was in the city. See, we went out during the... I was like, oh my God, Carl. This is hilarious. But I think he was just so relieved we didn't ask him about Lindsay that he dug deep into this this, uh, little conversation. No, and it was funny because he's, you know, we're older than, than his age group obviously but he talked to us for a long time yeah. and so did Kyle okay so here's what I think we discovered this uh bravo con obviously we're in a different age category than are we mother l- figures <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think we are I think people are very comfortable the zen blonde said actually that to us that she feels extremely comfortable talking to us that we're very like kind of that nurturing thing even though we're not really nurturing but <laughs> We're not intimidating, obviously. We're not trying to be in with the in crowd. Right. There's a group of young podcasters, bloggers, Instagram. Content creators. Content creators that all hang out together. They party together. They do all this shit together. We're obviously not in that group. We're our own little entity. (laughs) (laughs) We are not in that group. But people were meeting us, calling our names. When we said, hey, Dames Who Dish, they knew exactly who we were Everybody was so kind and nice to us. And I think it's because we're not going, we're we're not not gunning for, yeah, we're not gunning for (laughs) you guys. We're not, you know, in competition. We are our own thing. We we don't care. We don't care that much. We don't need to be in your group. So when we were meeting these people, Rod was another one from 
um, Southern Charm. He opened up to us like I we know. knew him forever, talking about his time on the show and how nervous he was to, to be filming because he's known these people forever. Him and JT are very good friends in real life. Like he knows these people very well. But once the cameras are on, he was like, oh shit, I don't want to seem boring. And I'm like, you don't seem boring. No, you don't. You can be boring with this group because the rest are so out of control. Yeah, I think we're a safe, a safe, uh, yeah, safe space. We're oh god, Kyle know. told us stuff he shouldn't have been telling us. No, Ty- yeah, Kyle yeah. really opened up. Yeah, we can't say he anything. came back. He to came us back a couple to times. Us. He was like, oh, and by the way, <laughs> did I tell you? Blah blah blah. And we're like, wow, that was so funny. So the first night we saw Uba and Sai in our hotel lobby, which was really fun they were super nice Uba was extremely loud we didn't even know they were there we were standing there kind of on our phone and we hear Uba and then we went oh my god Uba and Sai and we took a picture with them and then everybody else started gathering around them and they loved it they loved it it was great because they're newbies in the Bravo universe they're being recognized it's fun for them you can tell plus it was Friday night no that was Thursday night. that was Thursday night before everything and you can't miss Uba because she's like six feet tall beautiful gorgeous and then Friday night we went we met our Vanderpump Party podcast friends at the Paris Hotel there was a ton of celebrities Bravo celebrities in the Vanderpump Paris restaurant yep all jammed in there for some Bravo party um, and then Andy was having his Bravo, was it Bravo Awards oh, or whatever? Yeah, they were having? doing the Bravo Awards in the Paris Theater. The Paris so Theater. everybody was coming in. So the Paris bar was where everybody, where you needed to be. So my niece and her friend came and met us that night and they were seeing everybody. It was really fun. It was great. And then we scooted over to Fremont, Fremont Street. That was uh, interesting. And <laughs> Gina, my niece, and her friend, Sarah, had never been to Fremont Street. No. And it is old Vegas, and it is seedy as hell, and, and it is very interesting. ever go back there. <laughs> Cabra Amy, Amy Phillips, had her cabaret, cabaret show. show. Yeah. Um, it's a spoof, obviously, on all of the, uh, I guess, Luann. I don't know. It's a spoof. She does cabaret. all the housewives. Yeah. Yeah. Impersonations and... But there, we are, we ran into our friend Sarah from Texas, who does the Jeff, Jeff Lewis, Lewis Obsessed fan page. And then we saw Chef Stu, who we knew we were that was were going to be there. So we finally were able to meet him in person because we've talked to him several times. And then Jeff Lewis was there. And they had just broken up. They had just broken up. Mm-hmm. Chef Stu was sitting right behind him. It was a little bit of a drama so there. Awkward. Um, and Jeff was with Megan, Shane, Doug. Doug, and I don't know who else. Somebody Shane had with him. Yeah. But the show was so good. We met with Amy after she remembered us and we chatted for a bit and got back to our hotel and got up early the next again day. the next morning. Another BravoCon another day. Saturday day. Then we went into the VIP room. Our Bravo Palooza. So in our Bravo Palooza, we saw, I mean, there were so many, but Kyle, we saw Carl, Austin, Marlo Hampton, Tom Schwartz, Crystal Minkoff, Emily and Shane, Heather and Terry Dubrow. Who else? Rod. Rod. Or was that the next day? I think day. that was the next day. Oh, that day. was the next day. But no, we saw so many people and I was so, oh, so Tom, so Tom Schwartz comes in he's very cute. And then in walks, we see Austin and fucking Austin, like he annoys the fuck out of us. That man is a presence and he is so good looking. And you can't I don't, deny it. I do not think he is good looking in no. uh, when I watch him. But when he walked in that room, every girl, every single person is like, he's, <sighs> he's gorgeous. Well, first of all, he towers over everyone because he's got to be like 6'3". Well, also, I thought Carl was just as tall. Carl's probably 6'1". So he's also so thin, Carl, right he's now. He's very thin. Austin, Austin is a thicker... Yes. Um, 
man. Man. Yeah. He's, he's a man. Of, he's meat. a man among men. <laughs> but he towers over everyone. He, he was wearing a suit. He's still kind of. I mean, we talked to him for a minute, but he's still kind of douchey. Oh, he was very flirty with the young girls. Oh, very flirty. Not with us. No, Tom. Tom <laughs> Schwartz was very nice to us. We took that picture. My favorite picture is me and you, Tom Schwartz, and um, Austin. Austin. Yeah, because Austin cute. took it with his long arm and we look very tiny. We were tiny with Austin. Yeah. Okay, so Tom Sandoval comes in. Nobody swarms. Nobody's it's awkward. awkward. It was very awkward. And I told Gina the only way that we can even go up to him would be if we told him that we were the ones who have the video <laughs> of Rachel attending his concert that we went to. And Gina said, we cannot do that. I was, so let me preface this weekend by, I was not feeling well all weekend. Yeah, you were I barely, sick. I barely made it to BravoCon. So I was pumped up on whatever would get me through. So I probably- Mimosas. It was, <laughs> the orange juice. I was very close to being like, what a fucking story this would be if we did that, Gina. And you said we can't do that. And I do agree now that it would it could have been very, very, very awkward. Could have gone it could have gone real but it bad. Also could have gone like he could have been, oh my God, that was you, you guys. You bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you bitches the one who blew my cover. Oh my God. That so was then funny. that was Saturday. We go out to dinner with our husbands. We had a mediocre dinner that was <laughs> very, very expensive. Very expensive mediocre dinner. Yeah. And then we come back to the hotel. It's like twelve thirty AM and who do we see out in front of our hotel? Marisol and Alexia from Miami mm-hmm. <laughs> who did not no. want to take a picture with us. So I I kind of got it. Like somebody was taking a picture of them before we came up. Yeah. But they're off the books. They're not working. But, but they're you, still in Vegas. You they're are in Vegas. There. They weren't like fully mean, but they weren't. They, they um, kind of looked at us like, really? But the picture isn't that bad. Like they don't look that pissed. Well, of course they want to look good in a picture. True. But it's so funny because you you said to Marisol. <laughs> God, what did are, I say? Are you here? Because so <gasps> oh my James God. Kennedy was playing. He was DJing in our hotel at the club. Yes. And you said Marisol. <laughs> were you at James Kennedy? Oh, oh, were you here at James Kennedy? And she goes, who's that? Who's that? I mean, it was just like that. Who's that? Who's that? It's like Vanderpump Rules. Like Vanderpump, bitch. Like you're just back on. Come on. And she goes, I don't oh, yeah, know them. I don't know them. <laughs> just like- the other person who wasn't super like friendly was Ashley from Potomac. Oh, oh, you're, no, she wasn't. And she was in the <clears throat> VIP room. For, where she was supposed where to be. Where she was supposed to be taking pictures with people. And we like had to walk up to her table, which she was around like her people. Her people. And, we're, and, and there's a backdrop. And it was like, is it okay if we take it? Like, we were like kind. Like, is it okay? And then I was like, oh, we love Potomac. My, I go, my daughter lives in I'm like trying to like soften her Break up a little the bit. Ice, yeah. And she just was kind of like, meh. She didn't give a shit. No, she didn't. She was over it. Yeah, it was weird. So that is irritating because, you know, the fans are what make your show. So even if you're tired, even if, I know it's rough. I mean, it's all day. It's talking to people you don't necessarily want to talk to. Yeah, but when to. you're at BravoCon and that's what you're doing, yes. that's when you should be. I under, even understand Alexia and Marisol more because they were like probably out to dinner with their I think they were with their husbands. Well, we saw Steve, but I didn't see Todd. Oh, yeah. Did I you was, watch I was Miami? more. I did watch Miami. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't see Todd. 
Todd wasn't there with them. It was oh, just see, I don't Steve remember. and Marisol I was so and nervous because I felt so awkward. And then, of course, Dan was taking the picture and I could see him. It's like, <laughs> just take the fucking picture. He's like, like, like moving it. It's like, oh my God, I'm just get us out of here. I go, okay, okay, that's enough. Oh, God. It's funny now. It's funny now, but at the time it felt a little like, oh God. So then Sunday was an unexpected day. So we go Sunday and we're going home Sunday night. Yeah. Um, So we had a half day Sunday. We had a half day, but we're back at BravoCon at, you know, 930 in the morning or whatever it is. Plus I have to add in every single day, somebody like saw us, recognize us. I have to give a shout out to Sarah and Milo. Sarah is a good friend from Instagram that we have chatted with constantly. She was there with her friend Milo. So nice. So nice. So fun. They were at Cabra Amy. God, I thought we would run into them again, but we never did. But she was just so lovely. So there's that. And then Tyler, we met in one of the rooms. He started following us. He's amazing. Daily Dose of Donna, we met. Um... Ryan Bailey, of course, and Bla- Sergio says he's another one that has an Instagram account. Super nice. No, Zachary- Giorgio, Giorgio says. says. God damn it. I keep saying that. Giorgio says. Giorgio and says. And then Zachary Reality. And then I met two ladies in the airport from Chico. We chatted it up like crazy. We just met so many people. And Oh, and Morgan from Morgan Talks. That's right. Morgan Talks. She does the Bachelor stuff. Her and her new husband. Everybody so nice. was so lovely to us. Calling out our names. Dames who just were like, we are middle of the road account we are not these high 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 accounts so we were like if one person recognizes us we would that like that would make our day we had a bunch that we weren't expecting we had at least three to four a day mm-hmm. different people and that to me made my fucking day it was so fucking nice like it really 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 made every time that happened we're like oh my God. People are listening. People are listening. <laughs> I mean we know there's people out there we see it we see it in our stuff but you just don't know. You don't, and you don't know who they are until right. they call your name out. So thank you, thank you, if you were there and you did that. That I mean, honestly, that was like made that made everything worth it more than meeting the fucking reality stars. Oh yeah, it was in fact totally... that didn't. That was just like fine. I felt no giddiness, no excitement when they walked by. I was just like, oh, they're so and so. There's right. Exactly. Wasn't that funny? Because we don't care. I mean, I it, it's not like it's more know. like just fun to see them. It is fun. So then Sunday unexpectedly we have this friend Anthony Lario who has helped us right when we were getting started he reached out he totally helped us out that was almost five years ago now and we've kept in contact with him and communicated with him well he was there because now he's a publicist he's a PR guy a PR guy for for a lot of the Bravo people for the family karma people um Margaret Margaret Joseph Joseph, Bronwyn um Who's the other one that Margaret's for? Uh, Jen Fessler. Yes. So yeah. he was working with them. He reaches out. We're like, oh, hopefully we'll get to see him. He calls us Sunday and he's like, where are you? And we're like, we're just talking to a friend. He's like, come over to VIP. I'm going to get you in here and we're going to have some drinks and catch up. But we're like, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. So it's like this. It came full circle. Yeah. Oh, completely. my God. No, we have to talk about the real full circle moment right before we left. So. So anyway, we go in with Anthony. That was amazing. We met all these other people. That's when we met. We met Rod. We talked family karma. Oh my the god! The family karma cast, by the way, oh. Amrit, Vishal, Risha, or were the three that were there? Yes. We saw Brian Benny and his brother, but we didn't get to speak with them. They talked to us for a long time. The, they nicest, were the nicest people. People. So freaking nice. And I don't know if they'll be picked up, but they are hoping and we are like, yes, we they love that show. They 100% should be because the show's good. 
that they're people nice love people. Them. They're yeah. amazing. So here's our full circle and then we'll end with BravoCon. Sorry. I know this is a lot, but we've been dying to talk. We haven't, me and Gina haven't spoken since we've been back. Our first BravoCon in New York, right when we started the podcast, we knew nobody. Nobody knew us. We were just so tiny. We were kind of nervous walking around. I don't know. It felt we, we were very we much. Were we didn't know what we were doing. We were like, how do we even tell people we have a podcast? You know, whatever. There was this guy standing in front of the Tom Toms when they were shaking their uh, drinks. Oh, right, right. And we see this guy and we're like, this guy looks like he's somebody. I feel like he looks familiar. His name is Eddie. Eddie. And um, he had this sparkly, sparkly outfit on. Tom Tom suit. And he was the guy that makes the Tom Tom shirts. And he was who we first met at BravoCon. And we took a picture with him. He sent us the Tom Tom shirts. Those are the ones we wore to Tom's concert where we <laughs> yeah. caught Rich, Raquel Rachel. So we were like, we've been friendly with him. He's been on our podcast. He was friends with the Toms. He was filmed a lot in Vanderpump. And then he kind of moved away for a little bit. Well, he shows up in Vegas. He says, I don't have tickets, but I'm kind of here. And we're like, oh, that's fun. Nothing really. All of a sudden, the last panel we go to, we are leaving. We are literally getting ready to walk out. We walk out of a door. He walks out of a door and we look at him. And he's like, oh my God, Dame's a dish. We hug him. We take a picture with him. And we're like, you were our first person we met at their first BravoCon. You are our last person we're speaking to before we leave. I know. That was very cool. That was a very cool moment. It was very cool. And he looks amazing. Yes. He's he actually said something about being on his own. He is. He looks amazing. Yeah, yeah he's such just a nice a guy. Nice guy. So then we just left to come home, and our our whirlwind weekend in Vegas was over, coming was to an end. So worth it and so, so fun. fun. We would do it again in a minute. Next time, maybe without our husbands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we really didn't see them at all. You're, That's Troy, what was, I mean. Troy was there longer. Dan came later, and we had our one dinner with them. My Dan was fine. He was he was happy that I was gone. All yeah. time. <laughs> I don't know about if Troy was happy. You were. He was fine too, but it. Was, but we could have saved some money staying in the we same could room. Have totally saved a lot of money, actually. <laughs> but it was so fun, and that's the end of our Bravo. Yes, Con sorry, recap. that was a long time, but boy, did we have a good time. And so it let's was so worth it. move over. So everything kind of overlaps, but let's talk about this Heather McDonald freaking oh, earring gate shit. situation. Okay, so we saw Heather McDonald there. We took a picture with her. Yeah. We're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Heather's here. So Heather had a show in Vegas, I think, Saturday night. A lot of people went to it. We said Jeff was there. Stu was there. Not at her show. No, no, no. In Vegas. Yes. Julian Brandy opened for Heather. Well, at her show, she brought the receipts, and she proceeds to tell her Juicy Scoopers the earrings. And if you don't have, if you don't follow Heather McDonald, then you need Skip to fast this. forward it's, this, too. Yeah, because it's too long. It's we can't too, go into too it. too much to get into but the earrings that Crystal Lamas lent her that she then lost one of and failed to return, which caused this big blow up on with Jeff Lewis. Jeff got involved and um, all these other people got involved and it's a big mess. She decides that she's going to turn lemons into lemonade and she's going to take the one earring because that's what Raquel did. She took the lightning bolt necklace and she auctioned it off for charity. So that's what Heather's going to do with this one earring that's supposedly worth $3,000 that she paid Krista $3,000 for these diamond earrings. She was going to have it made into two earrings and she was going to auction it off for charity. Okay. Just jumping in. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that, but proceed. Yeah. I I don't know either. I don't know that she actually, she said she was going to 
auction it off but and I, give the money to Vanderpump Dogs. That's right. That's but right. but I think it sounds it's just weird. It's a weird thing to do. Um, and so after the fact. And so after the fact. Like you already paid her the $3,000. Why all of a sudden would you be like, hey, people would want to buy the auction. I just, I'm but, not really buying it, but whatever. She had the earring appraised. She had the earring appraised. Friends had told her she should have had them appraised before she paid Krista, which absolutely she should have. So she takes it to one jeweler. He says it's costume jewelry. She's devastated. She takes it to DeVere's, I think, another chain jewelry store. He says it's costume jewelry. He writes her an appraisal or whatever. He said the gold is even like coming off tarnishing. Now, it would have to be a very good cubic zirconia costume, piece of costume jewelry for me not to be able to tell it was costume jewelry. If it's peeling... Wouldn't that kind of give it away that it wasn't real? Yeah. Did she? And it doesn't sound like she noticed it was peeling. How do you not notice? I, I don't know. You can tell costume jewelry. Well, yeah. The okay, weight so of it, everything. The other thing is nice costume jewelry can be expensive. Absolutely. Cubic zirconian can be expensive. And there were a lot of little diamonds in here. Now, people are saying, and I think she said that Jeff said, well, how do we even know it's the same earring? You probably went out and bought cheap earrings, blah, blah, blah. Well, she is showing the picture of the earring that she had on plus the earring that was appraised. I don't think she would lie about that. I don't think she would go no, to the extent be... to get fake earrings. Right. And the other side of it is, Krista bought these earrings at like a sellout sale of a jeweler or whatever. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. And she's, Krista has money. I don't know if she would lie about it. Maybe Krista has not spoken about it. She said they weren't costume. That's all I'm going to say. Now, people are saying maybe Krista was duped and thinking, you know, and she paid this much money thinking they were real. But I feel like she knows real and fake. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting, so but it's fishy. so messy. So so Heather, at the end of her show, shows the certificate of authenticity, that fake authenticity, whatever it is, and proceeds to tell the story about this earring being fake after she paid $3,000 for it. So now there's that. She's also saying, and this is what I don't believe, she's saying that basically Krista... Jeff and Justin Martindale, they were very good friends with her, that they collaborated to take her down. Now, that part is hard for me to believe. They all had different issues with her. Right. Now, did they talk and share stories about how Heather is disappointed them, how they're pissed at her? Yes, of course. Of but course they, they didn't did. didn't do it publicly. And I don't think they did it to take her down. Now, Jeff, on the other hand, has the platform. Justin Martindale talked about his experience only with Heather and what he was disappointed as a friend of Heather McDonald. He said what his problems were separately. He didn't jump on Jeff or Krista's story. He told his story on his podcast one time and one time only. I don't remember why or how Jeff even got involved in this whole thing. I think, well, first it was Megan had the fallout with Heather. Mm -hmm. And then when Krista, I think it was just Krista and um, Justin Martindale were telling their stories. They told Jeff. Jeff ran into Justin Martindale saying, why am I not on your show? And he said, oh, because oh, Heather, Heather won't let you yeah. me have you on because you're a regular. And he's like, I'm not a regular. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with Jeff, but he turned and he turned hard. And he was really fighting for Krista and it just was a lot. And I understand Heather McDonald feeling 
pissed off that Jeff would do this and he mentioned it every fucking day. He right. mentioned it a he lot. He didn't let it go. Right. Wouldn't let it go. And even there was promos talking about Heather McDonald, $10,000 earrings and all this shit. They kept saying it and kept saying it. And she said it really affected her business. I believe it probably did. We we thought it was shady yeah. that she didn't give back the earrings. Well, it is shady regardless of whether they're real or fake. It still is kind of shitty that you don't, you borrow something, just give it back. Right. All of it is a mess. But the fact that she's bringing it up again and she was like, this is my truth. I'm telling you all. They all worked against me. Their earrings were fake. But I do believe she thinks they worked it up. She has it in her mind that they really collaborated to take her down. Well, I mean, Jeff did say they were $10,000 earrings when he didn't know. He was also being facetious, in my opinion. Jeff just spews a lot of shit. Listen, Jeff's, Jeff's been on a weird road lately. There's a lot going on with him. And he admitted it. I mean, he was talking shit about Stu well, too much about Stu and, and Stu's mom died and what he thinks Stu should have done, even though they're broken up. I mean, he just is saying too much and he needs to knock it off. I think Jeff is feeling very hurt right now for some reason with a lot of different people, a lot of different things. And he's on he's on the radio every day. So he's spewing it and he's talking about it. And he's bitter. He sounds bitter. He's very bitter, but yeah. I mean, there's some things that should be left unsaid, but... Jeff doesn't seem to know where that line is no. and that gets him into trouble. Which is all fun the time. for us as listeners. Let me just it say it is, but the stew gets, stuff is it's dark. It, it was dark. It, it was, was dark. too much. And they broke up and that should have been the end of it. They broke up. Don't talk about it. And Jeff has a platform. Stu doesn't have a, a, he a platform. He also broke the news. Now, we, I think we can say now because it's out there. The night we saw Stu, he told you, he whispered into your ear, my mother just passed. I'm leaving to go home tomorrow. Nobody knew. Right. Nobody knew. Now, we know now that Jeff knew because he let Jeff know. But it wasn't public information. We would have never said anything, obviously. Oh, absolutely not. But Jeff let everybody know. Stu hadn't even put it out yet that his mother had passed. Let him tell it in his own time. But no, then then he had all these, you know. Opinions, opinions about Opinions about how-, how he handled it and, you know, I would have done it this way. Fine. You're not together anymore. Let it go. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Anyway, can one- we move off of it? Mm-hmm. Are we done? Yeah, let's talk about Heather Gay suing Monica for not wow. paying for her botched bo- Botox. And Monica, botched and Monica Botox. is saying, well, it was so bad, I'm countersuing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This Monica, she's entertaining. Ooh, she's but messy. She's messy between her mom and now this. We'll <sighs> talk about the episode later. The Golden Bachelor. We're, we're caught up. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? <laughs> you really <laughs> yeah. Um, he just cries too much. He's a bore. I cannot. I'm sorry. He's not fun. He tries he to not be fun. Fun Gary. No, when? With an E. When? No, Jerry. It's G-E-R-R-Y, but oh, it's Gary. That's right. Fucking, I don't fucking even know Jerry. His name. Gary needs to spell his name right. Jerry. It's spelled Jerry. I, I mean, I think Teresa with the crazy eyes is going home. Oh, Gina. Crazy eyes. She kind of has crazy eyes. Mm. She's a little too clingy. Yeah. Her, the families are so nice. And All of the families are so lovely. Nice. Well, lovely. they just want their, you know, their mom, their grandma, whoever to, to get, get, get a man. Okay. Um, but, but Gary, he's so annoying. He's so, um, 
Well, hello. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. I don't know. There's I would be too much. It's so unattractive to me. It yeah, I know. Sta- okay, here's my feeling. Gary just standing, nice looking gentleman. For his age, he's a nice looking gentleman. He's not fun. He's not funny. He doesn't say anything funny. He doesn't say anything exciting. Well, well, but but would you like me to go out with your gamma? <laughs> okay, is it would just you like, me? Can I bone your gamma? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gross. gross. <laughs> but is it just me or Leslie and Faith the same person? Oh, they, look, they look so very much they, very similar. I'm like, well, wait a second. Is this the one that was on the motorcycle? Is this the horse also, lady? And also, who's moving to be with Gary in his home that he built with his wife that just died well, i mean nobody's moving because nobody. their families are that's right are so planted none of this is gonna work out unless gary moves and i don't think well mary mary gary should move gary should be the one to move his kids I are grown that. so this week is the women tell all i think it's on tonight women tell all what, what, are, what they are they telling tell? what are they telling what are they gonna tell oh he's so charismatic in person <laughs> <laughs> God. But he says he loves Faith, and he, he says said, he loves Leslie. Yeah, he doesn't love Teresa. He does not love Teresa. No. That's why Teresa's going home. Correct. Teresa's but definitely. But he's having a hard home. time. He's going to cry in the news. He'll to cry her. before he breaks. Well, he the already news did. He was doubled over for God's sake. He was <laughs> bawling. He couldn't do it. He did we have the, to wait until the, next week. The curse of the Bachelor, though. He told two women he loves him. Okay, even my son who's visiting was watching. He's like, well, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't you feel like you're the one if he told you he loved you? Of course. Yes, of course. Mm. Even he figured it out. Do you think like they are having the sweets, the overnight? No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They are. Yes. Oh, do we need that? <laughs> do, I, like, I, I don't want to see them waking up in bed together. I don't. I don't like him see it. shirtless. And no, the, I don't no, want to see it. I know. Mm-mm. No thanks. Okay, let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise. We don't have to go into detail, but this is I'm crazy so, cat. I'm actually <clears throat> so loving. Bachelor in Paradise. I always it's love Bachelor so in crazy, but this one is very good because Cat is so cuckoo. She's gorgeous, but she's fucking crazy. Well, just the fact that she plays with her hair like a manic. Oh my god! I mean, Constant. like it, it's nonstop. She goes from one guy to another. She's so into the guy, so into them, and then another one comes down, and she's like, "Oh, he's the one I'm really into." They are fascinated by. See, guys like a little cray cray. They definitely like a little cray-cray. They don't want to have a relationship necessarily with them. Well, she's spiraling. So she's unsure about Tanner. Mm. No, Tanner's unsure about her. Because Tanner went on a date with somebody else. Oh, I'm sorry. Tanner is unsure about Kat. Yes. Yes. He went on a date with Davia? Wait, who did he? I I don't know. There's too many. Somebody knew who came in. Um, He realizes, oh, you're right. Kat is cray-cray. I kind of like this other person who seems more normal. And then she decided to go for John Henry. Is that his name? Yeah, John Henry. Who's has no personality whatsoever. No, he doesn't. He may be kind of cute. He must be better looking in person because they are all going like, I don't oh understand my God, the John he's gorgeous. Henry thing. But then Jess and Blake. So Jess is kind of questioning Blake. And then Genevieve? Genevieve? Yeah, I think Genevieve comes down and pulls she Blake comes for a and date. Pulls Blake and they have a great time. I know. I would like that better because Jess is just, well, she likes Tanner. Is it Tanner? Well, who? No, no, no. no it's um, Tyler. Yeah, she likes Tyler, and they actually kissed this last episode. It's fun. It is fun. Fuck, it's a mess. Great. Do you it's think a- Blake will leave with anybody? I don't know. I really like Blake. He's Blake, just such a nice guy. Yeah, but he he doesn't seem to have much of a personality, right? Very low key. 
Yeah, he is low-key. Good looking, though. That shaved head. Shaved head and those eyes. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. I am enjoying... Who's the earring guy? Brayden. I am enjoying Brayden. I think he's funny. He went on another date with a new girl because... Oh, my God. Well, Rachel. Okay, so he was into Rachel, and then all of a sudden, this other girl comes down. Pulls um, him for a date, and now they're having a great time. Becca comes down. So Rachel is being totally pushed aside once again. Mm -hmm. She does not like this. No. It's just like when she was Bachelorette, when all the guys started, like, fleeing from her. She's like, um... We were together. We had a great date, and now he's leaving me. I, what is going on? It's like, yeah, are you? You're not that great, Rachel. <laughs> you're not that great. But they painted each other. They did. They had a good date the day before. It was uh-huh. just one day before too. So she's like, yeah, well, it's fine. <laughs> Quickly, special forces. Nick Vial had a big thing. I have was, not seen. Oh, it was Jojo all about him. Siwa, Carrie, Tom, Tom Sandoval. Okay, so on Nick Vial, he talks about that, and he's like, "Okay, they made it look like she carried him for like a mile. They did make it look like that, but yeah. he was like, it was like ten steps." And they replayed it. They or kept something. replaying. Yeah. That's that's pretty funny. But Tom Sandoval, they are giving kind of a good edit. Well, that's what Nick said. Yeah, he's like they're not showing all the weirdness. Right. We want to see the weirdness. We want to see the weirdness. So we know he was a masked singer. I just heard that Luann was a masked singer. She was also the hibiscus or whatever. <laughs> Flower. I would love to hear what she sounded like. Because they try to change their voice a little bit. Um, but also, who? what do you think they were guessing when she was singing? Well, I can mean, you imagine? It's not really people that can sing. No, but they always guess like real singers. It's like, stop Come on. it. I told you when they were like, it's got to be Christina Aguilera. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's a puppet. She's going to be standing there in a puffy costume. It's Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And then House of Villains. I don't know if I'm totally caught up. But that is super entertaining. Um. Yeah, I'm not caught up on that one. I no. just saw Jack's got the boot. Right. And then the second person, we don't know yet. Yeah, I don't remember. So we have a lot to catch up on, oh, but this shit. was a busy week and we were gone all weekend. Yeah. So, so gonna... this is going to be a long one, but let's, uh, let's talk. Oh, you know what we never talked about and what? we both watched was maths married at first sight. Right. I watched it last night. I'm not finished with it yet. Interesting couples. Yeah. Very interesting couples. Super enjoying it in a weird way. Well, I... they're obscure yes. um, personalities. Yeah. And and the first episode of the, you know, weddings or whatever, the one guy, I think his name's Michael, his bride walks down and we never see her face. And she says, I can't do this. And she leaves. And we never see her face. They never show her. No. So why didn't they show her? Why didn't they blow her up? Why would why would they just maybe cut we'll, her? Maybe we'll see her at the end. I don't think but so. People have said who she is on social media. Oh, they have? Yeah. Well, they've talked about him, I see in future episodes, the experts talk to him and they say, we may have found somebody else for you. Oh, good. Yeah. And I liked him. He was a really nice guy. Really nice guy. I felt bad for him. But why Me would you too. wait until you get up the aisle to back out? Like back out before you even... Gina, why do you think? Well, I know for TV, but I mean... No. Why do you think? What do you mean? Don't you think it's because she walked out there and she saw him? And she well, was like... Well, I mean, she had to have some question before... Maybe, but... I mean, clearly, she probably... He is a unique looking person. He's got a, a unique style yes, about him. Yes, For sure. And that's one of his things. I would think I, that... I would probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's not your type, but you would think that they would match him with somebody who would like the quirkiness of what he represents. Well, on paper, Anne, they were probably a fantastic yeah. match. Well, also, you know, it's so easy to be like, before I meet 
the person. Like, how bad could they be? See, I mean, I, I'm very shallow like that. And I, <laughs> I could not get past shallow Gina. the physical. I couldn't. I can get past. I mean, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Mm, I don't think I could. <laughs> Maybe on a love is blind thing where you get to know the person first and you're like, oh, I really like them. I and almost then you think that's them. more shocking. I almost really? think. Yes. Because you've built up. You've gotten to know them over a certain amount of time, one-on-one. You create you love, a yes, then you create picture a, in your head. This one, you create nothing. You go in with a blank slate. You show up and you trust the process. I think even if you're not immediately attracted to them, you do it because you trust that the experts pick the person for it. You couldn't do I'm, it. I'm not open like that. <gasps> no. I think I could easily do that. I don't think I'd want anybody picking anybody for me. Uh-uh. Well, you wouldn't be on the show. Well, obviously. 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 Obvi. All right. Should we talk about Beverly Hills? Yes. Yes. The ladies so, are in Vegas. Yeah. Last week we didn't talk about, that was when PK did the surprise for Dorit. The pretty woman uh, reenactment. Mm. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. She not wasn't really. real happy about. <laughs> she was just more like, the kids are expecting me home. Okay. Did you notice when she called the kids because she was freaked out? They have like an accent. That little boy had a little bit of an they accent. They have a, a, like a British yes. accent. The little, yeah, for Why? sure. Why? They live here. Because Why would they, they have a British because, accent? Because PK does. And Dorit PK's never there. Oh, you know she talks with that British accent around them. Probably. She wants her kids to have a British accent. <laughs> and don't they spend a lot of time in the UK? Do they? No. She said PK did. That's why she was so pissed. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. If they're not going to school there, then why would they have an accent? Mm. I mean. Daddy. <laughs> Father, mummy, we are fine. Don't worry about us. So what about the story of Dorit taking the $10,000 out at the bank of cash for Christmas? But for, then, why? Why are you doing that? Why aren't you charging your card and getting points for gifts? <laughs> why are you using cash? Well, I, I was under the impression she was giving cash. Oh. <laughs> but write a fucking check. A check? Nobody wants fucking check. <laughs> a check? What era are well, you? My Aunt Jeannie who gives us five fucking dollar checks? Come on. I mean, I get it. The cash. But then don't leave your purse in the cart. Somebody, can you imagine her walking through fucking Target in her Chanel decked out head with, to toe? With the bank, with the bank thing. Like, you know, and they shove it in those little envelopes from the bank. Sticking out of her like Dior whenever bag. Like, whenever I get the $10,000 cash, they shove it in, <laughs> in an envelope. That are, like, opening up. Yeah, I mean, she's a prime target. Someone's going to follow her around. You're going to leave your purse with the cat. I don't even leave my purse you, in the, in the no, grocery store. In the grocery store, I loop my arm around my purse in the cart. Around well, the purse. You know what I used to do? I, I have, always have a crossbody now, so I always just leave it on me. The little child safety yes. um, seatbelt. Mm -hmm. I would loop that around my purse and <laughs> safety belt it in. <laughs> but again, I don't have $10,000 cash. No, I'm, nobody's carrying that around. She could have lied about how much. No, no, I guess they do the bank records. I don't know. Did she get that money back? No. I don't know. If it's stolen, it's stolen. How unfortunate, though, to be hit by thieves not once but twice. They said they were following her. Well, of course they were. Look how she dresses. <laughs> Chanel. Yeah. Tone it down, Dory. Tone it down. So this is where Sutton met with the matchmaker. And we learn of her dating ideas. Sutton is just a little This kooky. was a little disturbing. She said her superior intellect 
intimidates the men. Somehow, I don't think so. Does it? Does it? It's not the, you know, little cat sweaters that she's wearing. Or remember they showed her dating the one guy and she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I have my neuropathy. I'm itching my legs, my neuropathy. Or inviting a man over to play backgammon. (gasps) God. No. No. No, 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 no. And then the next week, inviting him to a New York City gal. Of course he's not going to go. It's like, what the fuck? I'm going to travel with you now? No. She's just an odd duck. Very and, and odd her duck. her text messages, your triceps oh. look good. Oh, God. It is funny. It's I loved funny. the ladies. I love when Kyle takes her phone. I think it's hilarious. Now, I feel like Kyle is the same sober as she is drunk. I see yeah, no she's difference. she's still fun. Yeah, she's still fun. Her poor assistant, Avi. Oh, She's spiraling because she can't find her pants. She she pays that assistant very well. I would hope so. Of course. And I love how she sent him ahead to just set up her totally closet. Totally set up her closet. Sutton looked like a golden girl in that outfit oh, that God. she was wearing. Those palazzo pants and that top. Mm. Everybody else was dressed like cute Fun. and like they were going to a club mm-hmm. and she's wearing these big palazzo pants and a sparkly shirt. What do you think the real reason at the Magic Mike that she was so offended? Was it the it was, spreading of the legs? I mean, maybe it was that. It could have been she didn't get called up. She brought all those $1 bills, and She I brought know. them for a reason. She did. She I think it was exactly. a lot. I think it was everything. I think she had had a few drinks. She wasn't in the mood. She didn't get called up. I think it was a little... It was a little much with the spreading of the legs and the head and the legs. That was that was a little raunchy. It was, but the first I wouldn't thing, have left. Well, no, the first thing she said was, "Well, they didn't they didn't pick me, basically, right?" right. And, and then I wore from the there, pants. she found a mm-hmm. reason to be upset about it, and mm-hmm. it was because Erica spread her legs. She's on the board of the American Ballet Company. <laughs> Kyle's like, so like, yeah, so what? are they watching what yeah. you're doing? There was no reason for her to to act like that. She spirals. And I'm glad that Kyle calls her out because it's yeah. like, no, you're a bitch. So does uh so does Garcelle. Garcelle. Yeah. Let's go back to Kyle and Mauricio at her daughter Portia's like birthday dinner. And Kyle told the mom, Mauricio's mom, that she had some tattoos and oh, did you know that Mo has a tattoo? And Mo got really pissed. Kyle shouldn't she have said shouldn't anything. Have said that. But she was this Kyle's pissed at Mo. So she's going to get her little digs in. Yeah. But I mean, when you're 50 something years old, isn't he like 56 years old? Yeah. Who cares? What the fuck? Who cares if your mother knows if you have a tattoo? You're going to get upset because your your mother knows you have a tattoo? Okay. I will admit. So when I was in my 50th year, I got a tattoo, but I never told my dad. And I think my dad would have been like, huh. But it was even for my mom. Yeah. It was even for my mom who had just passed. And I think my dad would have like appreciated it sort of. But he would have been like, why did you do that? But so I never told him. And I would have been uncomfortable if somebody did. But if he saw it, I would have been like, okay. Like my brother doesn't know. The only time you would ever see it is if I'm in a bathing suit. Right. Or my underwear. And I don't walk around in my underwear in public (laughs) very often. That new style, by the way, of the underwear. Oh, the sparkly sparkly, briefs. Yeah, the briefs. I, I don't know if I'm I'm into that i i don't like it i don't, I don't even I, like how it looks on Paige or aaron for that matter because they both wore it at yeah. BravoCon. it's just not an attractive look i didn't think it was bad. i mean if anybody can pull it off they can well, their, they their bodies are can but that doesn't yeah. mean it looks good <laughs> true 
No. Uh, so that kind of was there the for, whole yeah, for theme. Crystal's party. She's only she's the 40, 40. 40 year old. Oh god. What about her brother? Her brother's 41. He's that pop star still. It's I, that blows me away. The Chinese but pop star, they, yeah. Um he was engaged and then during the pandemic he left and came to stay with Crystal and then they just broke the engagement. Mm-hmm. And Ugh. Crystal thinks it's her fault. Yeah. That was really it. I mean, the whole thing was yeah. Sutton. It was kind of lighten up Sutton. Lighten up Sutton. Sutton's talking about, you know, reading tantric books and all this crazy shit. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You Sutton. can't. You also can't have it both ways. You can't talk trash and be funny and silly and then be like offended She's by so other things. Interesting. I just don't know. I do find her interesting. She's just an odd duck. Now, people were saying at BravoCon, she was not very nice. Yeah, I didn't. I, we never saw her. We saw her for a minute oh, at, her, at booth, her booth selling yeah. shirts or sweatshirts or something. But several people were commenting in some of the Facebook groups that they met her and she wasn't nice. Yeah. And Shannon Bedore. Not nice. Well, Shannon, it was weird that she was there. She was extremely made up. She looked very thin. Mm-hmm. She looked healthy. Yeah. Um, but she was the the, the amount of makeup. And Vicky on. also. Vicky had so much makeup. I understand the lights, the camera, the action. Yeah, but other people didn't have that no. much makeup. When you get to be a certain age, less is more. Ladies of a certain age as we are. I mean, I understand the theater makeup or whatever, but... um, I also would like to add that if I had the theater makeup, I would have felt better. I did not pack appropriately because coming back from my other trip, I didn't repack my makeup. I didn't... I literally, because I wasn't feeling well, just threw shit in. I should have brought my underbag eyes because I wasn't feeling well. The morning I would wake up... Remember I told you I was like... I needed to go get the ice things, but I couldn't go get them anywhere. I felt horrible every morning. I looked at myself. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I wanted the rollers. I wanted all of it. I couldn't do anything about it. It was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you weren't feeling great. Ugh. So I, I would have packed on me. But you powered through it like a champ. I powered through. Thank you, Gina. I, I may have given my little friend Tammy COVID if I had it. Oh, God. Listen, I tested before we went and I was negative. You didn't have it because I would have had it. No, you would have had it. And Dan would have had it. Yeah, no, no. But somebody had it because our friend Tammy got it. it. I'm sure a lot of people. Well, somebody else posted on Facebook that they were staying at the link and they went to BravoCon and they came home with COVID. So it was the link. Maybe, but people definitely were spreading close quarter. Yeah. It was a mess. Lots of lines, lots of packed people. It was inevitable. Um, Okay, let's move to Salt Lake City. Oh, let's talk about seeing Justin, Whitney's husband. Oh, right. Yeah. We were walking through the Bravo Bazaar. He's a very tall Very, man. very tall. Probably as tall as, I would say, 6'5". And quite good looking. Like, he had a thing Much about him. Much better in looking in yes. person than he is on TV. Yeah. Like, he's like, Although he oh, had like presence. a Gucci uh, no. shirt or something Yeah, no. On. The, the just... attire was not nice. No. But he's a good looking guy. <laughs> so, um, we got a flash of Monica's ex husband and I didn't know they would show him and he's very attractive Mm -hmm. and I do feel bad for her because she said when she was married to him his family's the family they went to for the holidays you know to feel like a family not to her mother because her mother wasn't involved in their life at that time then when she got divorced when she had the affair 
her mother kind of came back into her life again. So obviously her and her mother do not have a good relationship. This is so toxic. There's a lot here because Lisa Barlow saying, oh, she's making it up. You know, she's making it seem like it's more of a story than it is. She wants us to feel sorry for her. I don't believe that to be true. Monica definitely has a horrible relationship with her mother. And it's easy to say, just break it off with her. But she kind of needs her mother right now. The mother's kind of babysitting for her, helping her out a little bit. Well, we've seen her mom and how her mom behaves. So it's kind of hard to say that's not the case because we've seen the mom. Now, who I I feel sorry for in all of this is her kids. kids. She even admits that... At the Easter party at Angie Kay's house, that her kids loved it, that they were so excited to be there. It was the most family-oriented thing they'd been to in a long time. But then what did Monica do? She pulled the fucking kids because she's repeating it. She is repeating what her mother did. She needs to separate her kids from the drama. Her kids know too much. She's talking to them about the grandmother. Those The kids are saying, yeah. Grandma, you know, she's not acting right. Like... They know too much. She needs to stop doing that. It's got, it's affecting them already. I know. It's very sad. Her kids just want some normalcy in their life and to be able to do things that other families do. And there's always drama, it seems like. Okay. How did you feel, though, with Monica and Lisa going at it? Like, that was nuts. That was... Okay. First of all, wrong time, wrong place. Lisa should have been the bigger person knowing how Monica is. She should have shut the fuck up. But she couldn't. And it was kind of funny. She's like, no, I'm not backing down from you. You of all people, I'm not backing down. I mean, it was wild. It was so childish. It was. It was very entertaining. And why was Angie K just there? Like walk away, Angie K. Exactly. Don't stay there. She's like, I'm in the middle. Just because you're standing in the middle and you're putting yourself in the middle. Walk away. Let them handle it. Yeah, but if she walked away, she wouldn't be on camera. Oh, you're right. Also, Angie K's husband is a, quote, famous hairdresser. Her hair looks like shit all the time. <laughs> what are with the updos and the tendrils? Stop. Stop with the updos. We saw her at BravoCon. She looked very nice. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Very friendly with everybody, obviously. She's first year. All the first years are going to be super Real friendly. Real friendly, yeah. <laughs> so what is with the prism jewelry? I don't understand. Is this already an established brand? And she's getting um, her name in with them? I think it I think it is. I think it's like isn't it crystals and stuff like that? Yeah, Whitney is like now she's trying working to sell with, that too. Yeah. It's just she had a little booth much. at BravoCon, which was her Whitney Wild Rose cosmetics or skincare. Was it line. the cosmetics? Mm-hmm. So there was a few people. Who was the one from Dubai? Chanel Ion. Chanel Ion had a booth. And she was standing there and she was beautiful. And we're like, why is nobody in line to take pictures with her? Well, because if you stood in line to take a picture, you had to buy a product to get the picture. It's like, how much is the product? It was probably a couple hundred bucks. We don't know this product. I'm not buying that to get a picture with Chanel Ian, who's a when you're in, that's not the wrong move. Wrong move. There were um there were a few Bravo webs that were doing that. I think Sheree was doing it. Well, no, Sheree, what Sheree did, which we heard, was that if you buy her if you buy she anything. buys Sheree, then when you hats. come back at a certain time, then you're guaranteed a, yeah, a picture. photo or something. You're that was the smart move. For the photo. Yeah. But it was the same thing in 2019 with Dorinda. We couldn't get a picture with Dorinda unless we bought one of those Dorobics t-shirts. Oh my That's God, I you're right. Fucking Dorobic <laughs> t-shirt. That you I, wear that all the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> with Dorinda's face on it. And it was the same with, uh, wasn't it the same with um, Cynthia Bailey? You had to buy a... 
A, no, a backpack? no, I didn't have to. She wasn't there. But oh, I bought, right, but I right, bought right. the backpack. You bought the backpack. I have it's the a backpack. Cute backpack. It's cute. It's just the string. The strings are a little long. Oh, but I like it. It's cute. I forgot about it. I should have worn it. Mm-hmm. Cynthia Bailey wasn't there. No, surprisingly. Um. So this episode of Salt Lake City, we didn't see Mary. No Mary. No Mary. But what was out there about Mary's son? Yeah, there was an article today that came out, and I can't remember what what site had it, but it was it, it said that her. Son has posted pictures on his Instagram of, do you remember Sizzurp when they would take um, (laughs) codeine, like cough syrup and mix it with like Mountain Dew or Sprite or something and get get high high off of it? Oh, geez. It's like he's huffing or something. Yeah. So him and his new wife, apparently Mm. there's pictures posted on his Instagram where he's taking pills. He's drinking cough syrup. He's making the cough syrup cocktail. Um it's just, it's disturbing. It's, it's sad. She clearly doesn't know what the fuck is going on in her house. Well, look at that house. It's sad and depressing. And that kid's living in there, laying around, doing nothing with his Drinking new little his wife. Cough syrup, allegedly. Oh, that is just sad and sick. And, yeah. yeah. So, and there were actually the pictures. that They showed the pictures of his um, Instagram account yeah. where it was him with p- t- bill, pills on his tongue. And oh, God. It was just like really... She needs to shut that down. Yeah. Okay, so the other thing was that Heather wasn't invited to Lisa Barlow's son's mission reveal of where he was going. How many reveals are there? So they had a private lunch or dinner with some of the housewives. Which Angie Kay was there. Who else was there? Whitney was there. Whitney was there. I think that was it. I think that was it. But also, Heather shouldn't think she would be invited. She wrote a book, Bad Mormon. She told Lisa, I don't think he should be going on a mission. Why would she invite her there? And I, th- I thought that was a good conversation. Then Heather understood. Yeah, you're right. Right. I just don't know where this is going to go with Lisa and Monica. Like, Monica plays dirty. Lisa did not back down. She's not going to back down. Lisa was saying, Lisa was like, please stop talking to me. And then Whitney is up front during the sound bath going, Lisa Barlow. Shh. Oh, my God. It was pretty funny. So ne- next week is the episode where Heather meets with Mary Cosby and she goes do you think I look at inbred and Mary's like yeah I actually think you do whereas weird because Whitney I mean Mary's the one who married her grandfather her step grandfather <laughs> so she, her son is literally inbred, literally inbred. <laughs> for real okay Miami was back we both just watched the first episode yeah. I don't know if I was quite ready for Miami on Bravo last year we had to watch on Peacock it seemed very long well, you can watch it at your own pace. Now I feel pressured. I have to I, put I it into too. rotation. Yes, it was a lot. So I didn't, I heard about this video that Todd posted mm. apologizing to Anthony, but I didn't realize it was a nine minute video. Yeah. It was On very Instagram. strange. Like, why would you, I don't know that I like Todd, by the way. I, I had no <clears> feelings <throat> about him last season. I thought it was weird how he got so angry at um, Anthony and like that whole thing was odd Mm -hmm. Um, but to post this and not even like ask Alexia or anything she didn't know about it she didn't know about it but why wouldn't you just text the person or call the person yeah I think that sounds thirsty it's weird Yeah, and then you put it on on Instagram you know why because everybody saw it on the season so he had to make it public but he didn't have to but he did he He felt like he did so, yeah, this apology went on and on and on. But then and he was embarrassed and he didn't show up to the fucking party because he was embarrassed by all of it. 
Yeah, that was weird. That too. was weird. He didn't even show up to the party at his own house. So Alexia had this um, New Horizons party mm-hmm. where everybody got together. It is pretty funny that Adriana's all old house was purchased by Jody. Lisa's new boyfriend. Now, are they still together, Jody and Lisa? I think so. They're still posting. He's, he's an interesting guy. Um, not what I was expecting. Not at all. I the pictures that I see doesn't look like the same person. No, I, I agree. That's why I was asking. Is it the same guy? Who dat? That's what I said. <laughs> Who dat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm loving seeing Larsa and Marcus together. They're very much in love. Larsa bugs a oh, shit God. out of me. Definitely, but he is he seems up like her. A- ask oh he and he seems like a wonderful guy so in love with her nicole and anthony have quite the money what does anthony do again is he an attorney he's, he's an, an attorney, attorney but what kind the the Personal amount of money injury. oh is it <laughs> i don't know i mean that's the only ones making the money he's floating around i, don't I mean know. they bought a 21.5 million dollar house on the water ten thousand five hundred square feet they're like basically gutting it was it on fisher island or are they staying in their summer house on fisher island no that's I'm not sure. I don't know. That's but Fisher on Island, Island is a very exclusive. Well, that is on an island. Right. But, but I don't a, know what island that yeah. was. A very expensive island, Anne. So in real life, she's pregnant again. Yes. Yeah. So that's exciting. So the wedding planning is kind of on hold because they're redoing these houses. Now I we think know she's they pregnant own again. a lot of property. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So Gertie, this is the episode. It was very sad where she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And you could see her unraveling. It's very interesting the way they were filming it. And they had this New Horizons party and she had just gotten the news. So sad. And we know just today she posted a video that she rang the bell that she's cancer free. Yeah, she announced that at BravoCon yeah. too. God, that was hard. And then we see Martina who is still kind of going through it. I think at this point she was cancer free, but she had throat and breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Lots going Brutal. on, but I thought it was really... I was very impressed with Alexia because Alexia last season, I did not like her. I thought she came on way too strong. She was so judgmental of so many of the ladies. But this one, she had the one-on-one with Julia, and then she had the one-on-one with Adriana, which well, she, I which I like because Marisol, the two of them are catty and they're mean to people and they're not good together and you know when you meet with people one-on-one you're gonna get the real person well i think she watched herself last season she got a lot of hate from a lot of people people were calling her Teresa. yeah um and she said multiple times during this episode that she's done a lot of self-reflection she's really worked on herself um she's gonna hold herself accountable mm. we'll see i mean it's always easy to say that we'll see she did not come off well, so I think she's trying to have a redemption season. Yeah. And Didn't, I thought um, Adriana looked, is it Adriana? She said Adriana a little looked, glow up. Yeah. Something she, looked well, a little first tight of all, in the she's face. she's super skinny too. The face oh, is yeah. tight. Hold tight. Her meeting with Alexia and bringing a white flag. I thought it was kind of funny and Alexia was over it. Well, I mean, because Adriana always has some little yeah, gimmick. Yeah, she does. She does. And I also forgot about Kiki. It's like, oh yeah. I know. Oh yeah, there's I like Kiki. Kiki. Yeah. I think the whole season looks crazy. It's going to be really exciting. It's going to be interesting how they navigate the Gertie story. I think it's a big part of this season. Yeah, as it should be. She's literally going through it on the season. But it's so funny how Miami was so great in the beginning. It went away for a long time. It comes back on Peacock and now it finds itself back on Bravo. And it's the same characters. Same cast. It's mm-hmm. kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. So things can happen, family yes, karma. Yes, they can. <laughs> yes, they can. 
All right. So Potomac. My God. This was a great premiere. This was. Oh, my God. Okay. It started January 30th, 2023, starting right away with the Juan and Robin. This setup pissed me the fuck off. It was such a setup scene. Well, the first 12 minutes were explaining, justifying Juan's behavior over the past year. a liar. Mm -hmm. And those girls know it. And they met with her. They met with Robin. And they told her they didn't believe Juan's story. And the fact that she does... She's cray-cray. She just doesn't care. She wants her little family unit together. She looks miserable. Do you think they're still together? I think they're still together. I think she doesn't give a shit. I think, he lost his job. I mean, well, there's too I, many stories. The reason he lost his job, because they didn't win enough games? No. No. That wasn't there it. Was a, there was the Sorry. Uh, sexual harassment lawsuit that was going on with a bunch of the players that he was under. And he or knew that he was allegedly coaching. knew about it yeah. and didn't do anything about right. it. Right. Juan's just He's a said, nice guy, oh, though, no, Anne. I'm too friendly. I'm too nice. Coach Bree was just a friend. We got our nails done together. Who cares? We did laundry together. Who cares? We were hugging <laughs> on each other. Who cares? Please. When we think of Juan Dixon, what do we think? I don't know about you, but I think he's a do-gooder. That's what I think. <laughs> Juan Dixon, do-gooder. Do-gooder. First thing that comes to mind. Helping everybody out. He should have never helped the girl out with the hotel room. My mistake. My mistake. I'm just too nice. Robin I'm looks so, so stupid. Gullible. I'm so gullible. I can't even really feel bad for her because no. I think no. she, she knows. knows. And I think she just turns a blind eye and says, what I don't know about won't hurt me. Gina, how, until telling, he got caught. how telling was it that her literal best friend Giselle got together Sharice and Ashley to basically do an intervention with Robin and be like, wake the fuck up. Juan is making you look like an idiot. And she's like, it's everybody else. They can't let it go. Like, are you kidding me? No. I think they did the right thing. They felt bad. They've been through it. Sharice has been through it. And so has Ashley. People are talking about you. We're, we, we support you, but don't be a fucking idiot. I also think that Bravo is like, oh, hell no. This is not going to happen. You're you, not hiding it. Right. You hid all this information. Yes. And we're and addressing it. Let it out on your podcast. Now it's your turn. You're under the fire. And I like it. And they need to hold her to that. And I love that Giselle's doing it. Her, fe- her friend is her doing friend. it. So Candace, Wendy, and the La Dame are hanging out together. So we've got this little divide, obviously. I guess I'm trying to get it together. Like, wait, who's friends now? Because it's hard to it's, it's hard, hard to navigate. To know. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't talked in a while. Ashley has moved into a two point two million dollar home. Michael's name is on the mortgage. Yeah, we knew that. Um, she's still not divorced. Also, those kids like climbing on the counters. I know. I was so pulling, nervous pulling the other one's arm like out of the fucking socket to get him up on the counter. And she's like, "Hi guys, be, be careful. careful." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I get thought, them off the counter." If that little one falls. It's not good. And she has a house or the nanny who, where was she Where's the nanny? when this was happening? I don't know. That, I don't know. That the, wasn't good. Uh, listen, we never pulled the arm. Like the pulling of the arms freaks me out. I know so no. many kids who like arms were pulled out of the sockets. Oof. No, that that's funny because that made me nervous too. Of course. Um, we see Giselle at her house, which is still under construction. I don't know if, I think it was done, Gina, but they were like sliding down, like that was a mess. It was a mess. They they couldn't. They're like, walk backwards. So it must be super steep. I don't know, but it didn't, didn't seem finished to no. me. Oh, it's done. But Jason was there. Okay, so let's talk about Jason. We saw him. This was a little awkward. 
It, it, yeah, we did not go up to Jason because we didn't feel like it. Also, we were standing right next to him. We could have. And we just were like. We had nothing to say to him. No, though. it was. He was kind of on his own mm-hmm. hanging out. Um, it's weird because he was such a big storyline of Summer House. And now he's a big storyline of here. There weren't a out. lot of people No, like hanging him. with him. I just felt no connection with him. I don't know why. We both felt the same way. Like, should we get a picture with Jason? Yeah, we're, we're like, like nah. we don't really know what to talk to him about. I do think him and Giselle seem so chummy. I mean, obviously, they're still together. They talked about it at BravoCon. They said we're special friends. Duh. He's 16 years younger than her. Mm-hmm. She's very happy with him. I mean, Gin- Giselle looks fantastic. When they show scenes of her from season one. She looks exactly, exactly the, the same. same. And she doesn't look like she's had any work done. She no. looks fantastic. I don't know. It's just weird. So then they go on to Mia. Okay. Mia's was quite shocking. Mia? How do you go from a 10,000 square foot house to a 1,500 square foot house? Why so small? I tell you why. They have no money. But why so small? Because they have no money. They're in an apartment. Uh, is that an apartment or a house? No, I think it looked like it was up like a high rise situation. Now, for Ooh. an apartment, fifteen hundred square feet is a decent size. Yeah, but but I, I thought it's it was not a ground 10, floor. No, really? Mm, I don't know. I could be wrong. Gordon is shady. There's more to the story. He even says to Mia, "I don't think you believed me. Why they fired me? I did nothing wrong." You did something mm. wrong, Gordon. They're not just going to fire you. If they're if you're making money for them, they're not going to fire you. You're you're spending the money all something different ways. Something shady was going on. That's yes. why they gave him the boot. But we know now they're not together. So this is no. a weird. It's funny and weird to watch no, that. No, and I think she's kind of says later on that she did maybe marry him for the money. Yeah, because now know she's that. dating some other rich guy. Right. She acts like we built this company together. No, you no, didn't. You didn't. Gordon had the fucking money. That's what she alluded to in the beginning. Yeah. She was the CEO. Oh, she wanted to be that, but now she's fired and she doesn't know why. Okay. If you're the CEO of a company, like, come on. It just proves you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then Candace and Chris, mm. she was very open to the fact that she spent over six figures of her own money to go on tour. Yeah. I mean, not profitable yet. So, so here's my thing with Candace. First of all, somebody said they saw her at the airport flying to BravoCon with, there was like all the people from DC. Ashley was there and all these other people. She was the only one in the corner with her dark glasses on. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me. Um, what is she getting out of touring? How, how far does she think she can go? Candace is, has a fine voice. She's no Candy Burris. Candy Burris has a history of making records with groups. Candy Burris herself could not go on tour by herself and make a ton of money. You are way less than Candy Burris. You're Candace. Nobody knows you. You have one <laughs> song, maybe two. What Drive are you back, doing? baby. Drive back. What are you doing on tour? Who's going to see you? Little Bravo, little Bravo people. That's why she was playing at places like City Winery. They're tiny little venues. But you're spending all this money. What are you getting from this? The people that are going are Bravo fans. They're going to maybe buy your album. No, we're not. And what are you making? (laughs) What kind of money are you going to make from traveling? It doesn't make sense. Get out of your head. You're not going to be a superstar. It's not going to happen. It would have happened by now. No. The only way, and I think this should be done. I think they should do a Bravo tour of all the people who have had songs. So many. That would be amazing. You could have Melissa Gorga. You could have, obviously, Luann. You could have, if Kim Solziak would do it in a minute, 
So many people have had songs. Get them all together. Candy, everybody. Take them on tour. That would make some money. You going by yourself, spending all this time, nobody gives a shit about you. No. I, unless she was downtown Sacramento, I still don't know if I would go see her. How many songs I, is she singing? She has like two Two yeah. songs, maybe? In exactly. In a video? Exactly. I think she thought that that last video that she did with the other girl. Oh, yeah. I can't remember well, her now. What is that still going to get you? It's a tiny little sector of people who are listening to you. Yeah, but I think she thought that was going to catapult her into some stardom. Talking about Bravo fans. Nobody outside of Bravo well, knows wait, who wait, you wait. are. Seeing that we don't never heard of them is not saying Oh, no, no, no. Much. But what I'm saying is Candace's <laughs> fan base is bravo nobody else knows you correct all right let's move on (laughs) i'm a little hot and bothered okay southern charm episode it was good southern charm southern charm is on tonight we have one episode that we watched from last week we met we talked about meeting rod at uh, yeah BravoCon. So the so, fallout of Taylor and her lies. Yeah, the dinner that oh. the dinner that went south. Yeah. And then Austin stepped up for Olivia. We know that. Then there was this story. It still doesn't make sense. Olivia and Austin are becoming chummy again. He's trying to be there for her. He invites her over to watch a rom-com. After they met for coffee. Yes. Somehow, somehow, her bra gets left on his ottoman. <laughs> Rod gets told that a girlfriend of his went over to Shep or went over to Austin's that night, saw the bra on the ottoman, had to be Olivia's because Olivia was there earlier. This story is so convoluted. Well, it's so stupid because who believes that? And okay, so Austin says, no, we didn't sleep together. She just took a bra off to get comfortable, Anne. I don't know why she did. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know. Also, she was wearing like leggings and like a, a workout. She was probably wearing a sports bra. Right. Was it so tight she had to take it off? (laughs) Then they said, did you like do a little heavy petting? No, nothing happened. Bullshit. And also, who cares? Rod and Olivia are just casually seeing each other. It's no big deal. Right. And Austin and Olivia used to date. I guess you could say that. He said he was in love with her. Mm, Also, when when they met for that coffee, he seemed very much like he was saying... I love you and I want to move on. Like, I almost want to move forward. But he's saying, no, 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 as friends. But it didn't sound like that. Like, to her, I feel like it sounded like, I want more. And she was like, I just don't know if I'm there yet. Does she think he wanted to move forward than with more than just friendship? It's so hard to tell I, with I, Austin who knows? because... I think he keeps it open. That's yeah, what he does. Right. He plays with it. The other thing is, so the boys go to their chef's place five hours away Taylor goes to her place conveniently 45 minutes away from Shep's place. I think that's a little. It's weird how mm. Shep and Taylor or Taylor keeps contacting Shep. Yeah. Because Shep seems to be not really interested. He's not anymore. He's being nice. He's being nice. He's like, he, you know what it is? It's comfortable for him. It's somebody to talk to. He was with her for a long time. It's comfortable. Maybe. We know they hook up at some yes, point. Yes, they hook up. They are so mean to JT. I know they're. Oh, is he's not that short? They keep giving him a hard time about being short and I think he's little short. man and all this stuff. Put him in the basement. They put him in the bunk beds. Uh, that was terrible. It was just mean, really mean. Even Shep said like, "Oh, JT is nerdy, but he thinks he's really cool." Why even say that? He doesn't come off that that way. Now to he me. does like Taylor a lot. 
he defends Taylor and he likes her and they kind of give him a hard time. Maybe that's why Shep said that. How funny is it, though, that they go to Shep's family home and the mom totally stocks the refrigerator I, I, It's very um, not surprising because that's what Shep knows. And this, quote, cabin is amazing. It's not a cabin. It's, it's huge. And so is uh, Taylor. Taylor meets up with, you know, her family. And that, quote, cabin is amazing. Oh, it's, a, it's a big house. A big ass house. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know about this whole story with the... I don't know what it means. The Austin and Olivia and then... Rod and Austin have a conversation about, you know... The boundaries. The boundaries and Austin says, you know, basically she's yours. I'm not not interested. I don't know if Olivia is totally interested in Rod. I think Rod's a real nice guy. I I don't think she is. I also appreciate that he's just pissed that... Austin is still inserting himself in her life because of what she's going through. Yeah. And he feels bad because of how much he hurt her. Well, even Craig gets it. Craig's like, now is not the time for you to be consoling. Like you can be there, but don't get too close because she's vulnerable. Did you see Austin on Watch What Happens Live with Call Her Daddy Girl? No. Oh, that was good. He started kind of breaking down again about his sister who passed well that's the common denominator right. they, ha- they have that in common which yeah. i understand i can bond people definitely definitely and um, i think that's kind of what he was alluding to is like i want to be there for her because i've been through it and i mean austin was young he was like seven so and what happened to his sister was wasn't a skiing accident no she fell off a cliff they were on vacation and she fell off the edge of a cliff oh god i mean that's And then his sister that he's really close with now didn't even know her, was born after that, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, God. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. It's just awful. Um, Did you go into Winter House or do you have any more to say about it? I have nothing more to say. And about Southern Charm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Winter House. So Danielle and Alex hook up. They're making out like crazy. I thought when they were sleeping in the bed together, they, they said they hooked up. But I didn't know if they had sex. But we know definitely the next night they had sex. But Alex is kind of a dog. He really likes He's a Jordan. Big dog. But Jordan kind of likes uh ew. Corey. Corey. I don't understand the the draw to Corey because he's just not it. So Corey handled it well. He was drunk. He knows his flirt is strong, but he's he with also Sam. knows it's on camera. True. But he went to bed, he's texting with Sam, and uh Jordan knocks on the door and he doesn't answer, and he's like I can't answer. And like, I know I need to be in bed. So the temptation, he did that well. Well done. Yeah. Corey. Good on on you. Good on you, Corey. Even though you're not in a committed relationship at that point. Yeah. But okay. So let's talk about Casey says to Jordan that she knows people who know Sam and that Sam is a basic bitch. I could not believe she was shit talking Sam. And then she said, well, you know, um, I'm just hyping Jordan up. I really want to hype her up. But you can hype her up without talking without shit about Sam. I know. And she doesn't know Sam. That was terrible. But then it got back to Corey because next week we see Corey calls her on it. That was bad. They spent a lot of time on the ski slopes in this episode. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I mean, we get it. They're good skiers. Some are. Most of them. Some are. Some aren't. But um, Malia, what about Malia? I can't mm, stand Malia. Okay, our friends that we met at BravoCon love Malia. I'm not a fan of Malia not a fan. still. Mm-mm. So she was 
flirting with Corey, but acts like she wasn't spitting wine Ew. in his mouth. Ugh. And like, Hanging she's on like him. a weird, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain her. She's very weird. I just, yeah, I don't know. There's something annoying. about She's her. an annoying girl. Yes. I feel like she always wants to be with the guys and in with the guys and flirty with the guys. I don't know. I can't figure it out. It's I. It's not something I find likable. Not at all. We saw Jordan, her at BravoCon too. She was wearing like she a bathing had a suit. <laughs> yeah, it was with like a, over a shirt. with a cape. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> I don't know what she was selling. Do you remember? T-shirt, sweatshirt. No. No, I can't remember. So when Jordan thought that Malia was heavily flirting with Corey and fooling around with him, she thought he she was kissing him. He was spitting. She was actually spitting the wine into his mouth, yeah. which was even grosser. I thought it was really weird that Jordan's reaction was sobbing Crying. into Alex. Like, I feel like a fool because Malia was telling me to go for it. It's like, what are you talking about? First of all, we know Corey is semi with Sam. He said he's semi with Sam. He's not putting out any. I didn't see him flirting extra hard with anybody. No. So the fact that Jordan thought that she would be the one to like get him. Well, she felt kind of betrayed by Malia. But to cry, wouldn't you just pull her aside and go, listen. Malia's, it wasn't a really flirty. It was very much a dude thing. Like, well, I mean, it was. But it was probably also, the way Malia flirts. If Malia was trying to tell Jordan yeah you should go for it you should go for it and then you see that kind of shit that would be yes that would piss me off yeah but she was like I wasn't oh my god I wasn't making out with him I was spitting the wine into his mouth you don't think that when you were spitting that wine if Corey came at you and started making out you would totally have done it 100 totally 100 she's like I'm a girl's girl Eh." Uh, she's not I don't know I don't know I'm I'm just not sure and then I kind of do like Katie um, with Tom Schwartz, like nothing's happened I yet know. because Tom Schwartz is such he a has doof. no game. He's such a doof, but he's making cocktails, breakup cocktails. Yeah. Ew. Uh, how did they drink all those? I don't know. Mixed, that was it disgusting. was a mixture of disgusting stuff. Oh, I would have thrown up in two seconds. Yeah. Also, Married to Medicine. You watched. I haven't watched yet, but you said it's so good. It's so good. You've got to to watch it. We can Phaedra. We does can, Phaedra make an appearance? Phaedra, episode one. Yeah, Phaedra's there. Yeah. Do you think in real life she's still dating the doctor? The doctor? See, this is what I'm confused about. Mm. So they show a picture of the doctor who is apparently a pediatric cardiologist. Okay. But they put a little smiley face bubble over his face. He's Nigerian. I don't know if he practices in the U.S. or if he practices in Nigeria. So we're never going to see him? So I don't think so. Oh, my they God. blotted out his oh, face. this is bullshit. That's what I said. Then this is bullshit. They is just really want, Oh, my God. They just doctor. want Phaedra back on TV. Yes, ma'am. <gasps> Stop. Yes, ma'am. That's the way that they wow. got her in here. Oh, boy. Um, but we have no Contessa, no Anila. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, not at all? Well, I, they weren't on the first episode. I don't think that they're going to be on. Seriously? Mm-hmm. They don't show them in the beginning? I don't think so. Did There's they have a, couple a beginning? New people. Wait, did they have a beginning? Yeah, they had a beginning. And they didn't do Calling Doctor No, they didn't Contessa. do that. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I fast forwarded. Quad on? Yeah, quads there. Quads on, Toya's on, Heavenly, <gasps> Jackie, Simone. Oh, um, oh, my God. We saw the panel. Well, we know we saw the beginning uh, of the panel and we, then we left. Yeah. 
We didn't even see Phaedra come out yet. And then there was the other new one that we didn't see. But the storyline with Dr. G, who's going to be a oh, big right, part of right. this season. Oh, so wait, Dr. G is um, Quad's ex-husband and he's getting remarried. Yeah, Greg. Dr. G. Dr. G. Talks like this. Dr. He's got G. a young 31-year-old fiance and... And the guys are friends with him. The guys are friends oh, with him. Oh, this is going to be good. And I don't know about this girl. <gasps> I don't know about this girl. Do we see her? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's on. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's she's on. So if we met the other new one, there's Phaedra and then there's another new we one. We do. We met another one who's a dentist. She oh. came. So Greg and this girl, Sweet Tea. Had... I'm sorry. That's her name, <laughs> Sweet Tea. <laughs> I think her name's Letitia, but they she goes by Sweet Tea. Oh, of course. Phaedra, or um, I'm sorry, Heavenly has a, another dentist friend that comes in so and remember, just moved to Atlanta. Remember the girl that was there last season who got pregnant at the end of the season? Is she gone? She was a doctor. Who was that? I can't remember. Her and her husband were on, I don't know if they were both doctors she was real, she was nice, but they were like fr- I can't remember how they were introduced, but yeah, and she became pregnant the last like they went on that vacation, remember? She took the pregnancy test there. Vaguely. Yeah. So she's not obviously. No, but there's a new dentist on okay. and then sweet tea. Sweet tea. <laughs> Amazing. Wow, Anila is gone. Mm-hmm. Well, she wasn't a good Oh no, fit. she wasn't, but no. <gasps> That's interesting. And we were always very annoyed by Contessa and her husband. Yeah. I wonder if they're even together anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Or maybe they're trying to save their marriage and they decided to get off the show. Probably a good move. Wasn't yeah. she pregnant? Wasn't she the one that was pregnant? No. No. I don't think so. No, no. Mm. They had a couple kids already. Well, they introduced Greg in Sweet Tea and they have an engagement party and we see what's going to happen later on in the season, but it's... Oh my God. Does Phaedra look like Phaedra or a whole different person? Because on um, her social media, she looks completely, the filters she uses are insane. I mean, she looks the same. But if one more Bravo Leb puts on that Theory Mugler bodysuit, I'm going to scream. I don't know which one that is. It's the one that's like a, it's a bodysuit. Everybody's worn it. Larsa's oh. worn it. Lisa Hochstein's worn it. Oh. Phaedra Is it wears gold? It. Is it gold? No, it's the sheer bodysuit that has just the pieces of material. Oh, yeah. Tamara's worn it. Mm. Everybody's fucking worn okay. it. It's over. It's over. It's over. Over, done, and old. Just like um, us. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out that, Conte- or not Contessa, Quad had a G- DUI. Oh. And Heavenly is just this shit stirrer that she always oh, is. Okay. But Phaedra's boys, Mr. President, and what, what's the oh other Oh, my one? God. So grown up. I couldn't believe they it. They are? So grown up. Oh, I can't wait to see them. Okay. I've been saving it. I wasn't sure if you watched it or not. Phaedra's going to bring the drama. So oh, of course. And, and we're never going to see her man. We're never going to see. Because there isn't one. No. No. The Nigerian prince doctor <laughs> is fake. <laughs> Oh, I'm That's sorry for this it. extra long episode. I, I hope know. you enjoy. We had a lot to say. <sighs> well, you won't hear about BravoCon anymore. No. We're done. No. We didn't even do that many pictures. I hope you appreciate. We tried not to. 
Oh, we kind but of did. We didn't post. No, but all I didn't them. do. I did like little snapshots, oh, collages, collages instead. Yeah. instead, so you wouldn't be so. We annoyed. don't want to bore you with all no, that. No, no, but no. Hey, if you are new to the James Who Dish, thank you for listening. Welcome. Hopefully, it's some of you that we met. Yeah. Um, in Las Vegas, we had such a great time. We really enjoyed meeting everyone. Leave us a review. We can always use a new, a new great five star review. Yes, please and tell us you met us and how much you enjoyed speaking with us. And, and if you didn't enjoy um, speaking with us, then yeah, keep you it thought, to yourself. Thought we were bitches. <laughs> Sorry, we are not <laughs> bitches, Anne. We are not. Uh, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, all of it, all of it. And that's all. That's um, it. Until next. Have week. a wonderful week. We're glad to be back. Glad to leave you this extra long episode, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Yeah, bye. There is nothing like a dame, nothing in the world. There is nothing you can name that is in.